As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. All right, Mimi, here we go. This is a very special episode, isn't it? Yeah. So earlier this week on Friday, March 26, because today we're recording on March 27, but March 26 was a special day for us, wasn't it? No, yeah, it was our one-year anniversary 365 days of um, Disney gifts on our Instagram <laughs> and 52 episodes. Okay, it's actually 59 episodes, like Somewhere including this there. one. Yeah, but it should be 52 because there are 52 weeks in a year, right? Well, we had some we had some double right? uploads early on and right, so right. forth as we were trying to figure out our schedule. But yeah. yeah, it's been a whole year of doing this with Papa, and it's been so exciting and just an unusual experience that I don't think everyone will ever experience. And so just being able to do it is so much fun and I'm so grateful for it. But we are going to start just like jumping right into it. I think we we thought it would be good to um, do a little bit more shout outs than usual to people who have been supportive over on Instagram or in emails or whatever. Um, we talked about this earlier. There are lots and lots of you guys who are very supportive but these are the ones who came to mind and we obviously can't name all of you because there's like what like a thousand of you on instagram sure and all the people who've given us ratings and reviews on apple podcasts right and, right. right so there's obviously a lot of you and we appreciate all of you but these people in particular stood out to us and yeah yeah i think they deserve this some special mention here on our first anniversary show which is really cool before we mention them, I should also mention that this episode will be released on Sunday, March 28, which I believe is exactly one year from when our very first episode of the podcast was released. So it's all coming together really nicely for us yeah. in year one. It's all, it's all downhill from now. Um, so, yeah. So some quick shout outs to some of our really cool podcast friends that we've made mm -hmm. in this past year. And these are some wonderful people who have shown us some love and support. So first. Um, is bobsleds and banthas yeah they were kind of like our first podcasting friend like i remember early on they were one of the first yeah one of the yeah, early, like on. early on they were like you were coming to me like bobsleds and banthas like this other podcast like we talk a lot and i was like oh that's like cool and then yeah. we made plans to, like be on their show and then they were like okay we'll do it in july and then they were like we'll do it in september and then now we're right. gonna do it soon right. we have an actual like you know, more well, realistic time now. Yeah, I've been in touch with them. It looks like we're trying to set something up for around Easter time to connect, which would be great. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's a great show and they've loved us from the yeah, beginning they've been and they've been great while, supporters. So. Yeah. Yeah. Another one on our list is uh, we mentioned last week mm -hmm. a podcast out of Canada called Disney A. The Canadians. Yeah. They do love us. <laughs> they do. We didn't aggravate them. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. They even told us I saw their it's comment. all good. Yeah, so Disney A, good podcast. Check them out. They've been good supporters of our show, too, over the past year. We really appreciate it. Me, why don't you list a couple more of our friends we've met in okay, the podcast so world? The next one we have on our list, we're very, like, linear people. We have lists <laughs> for everything. Um, but the Super Califragilistic Awesome Disney Podcast, they actually sent us a sticker last week. Right. And I put it on my camp. Sorry, like your leg and i put it on my camp trunk and i think their show is so fun we listen to them in the car their accents are so cute and like i think they're so funny and if you don't listen to them like you should like yeah. their show is just so much fun and I, I like their show a lot it's a good bite-sized show you can listen to it in a in a commute drive it's not mm -hmm. too long 
good show there. So yeah, check them out. And their logo is super cool. So buy their stickers too. And then I'm going to do the next one. Okay, go ahead. It's another Disney podcast. And I've said this before, but I love another Disney podcast. I love being on their show so much. They're so much fun and their production quality is just so good. I mean, they've said this before, but that's what they do for a living. So like, of course it's going to be good, but it's still amazing. And They're new. Yeah, it's really cool. We were on and, their show twice, right? Yeah, I and think we, we were supposed to go back for Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we saw their big setup. They have a nice studio that they've built and so forth. And if you check out our Instagram page, um, I just shared recently our setup, which is literally, it's literally an old crappy a table, table with a computer and a couple of microphones. It so. might as well be like a fold-out table. Like, it literally sucks. <laughs> well, but it's all good. But yeah, another Disney podcast. Keep it simple. I love them so much. Please go listen to them. Yeah, we love them too. They're great. Great show. Check them out. Another podcast that has shown us a lot of love in our first year are Mouse Park Insider. Yeah, they're out of California. They're a Disneyland-based podcast. And yeah, Tony and Danny are a great couple. Listen to them. You ought to give them a shout. And uh, yeah, good stuff. Mouse Park Insider, thank you guys very much for showing us lots of love this year. All right. Mimi, you want to do, do the next, next one? one? And then you can do the, the last two. Okay. So Pete McDivitt, although he's not a podcaster, he's on YouTube. And Pete did something for us that if you haven't reached out to him, I definitely recommend. Like what he does in a nutshell is he hosts like booster club, like, you know, booster like group chats on Instagram, like they put you in and then everyone follows each other. He does essentially that, but on YouTube live. And he has this great little community of people who keep going back to support the people he puts on the show. We were on there for like, what, an hour? Mm -hmm. And we talked to him about what it was like. And he's so fun. He's continuously supportive. Um, We got a Christmas card from him, actually. Yes, we did. Pete is the nicest guy I have ever met. Yeah, very nice man. Very generous. You should check out his YouTube channel. Look for Pete McDivitt. Definitely. And uh, yeah, check it out if you're a Disney person, especially if you're looking for Disney YouTube to follow. Check out Pete. He's a good guy. Uh, we have two more that we listed sort of our podcast slash YouTube type yeah. friends and media type friends. Uh, one is a D- Disney collector's diary, right? And they're a show that I found fairly recently and they talk a lot about Disney collectibles. Um, and yeah, it's lots of fun and they had a good, good show and lots of entertaining conversation about Disney collectibles. And they've been uh, really supportive of our show here recently. And yeah, we give them a shout out. Thank you guys very much. And finally, Last but certainly not least is a show that I've been following for quite some time this year and has also shown us, you know, a little bit of love here and there. And that is Disney Dependent. So, yeah, Disney Dependent. Thank you, guys. They uh, are Disneyland for a, a while. They've too, been around right? for a little while, maybe about I'm not sure exactly how long, maybe about a year or so. And, yeah. But yeah, good show. A lot They're, of entertaining conversation there. They actually live in Pacific Northwest, but they are Disneyland people as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So check They're out Disney Dependent. The Disney Assembled Fan Club. Right. And so <laughs> in addition to the podcast friends that we've made this year, we also wanted to uh, thank a, a number of other people who have had a part in the success of our podcast. And these are um, especially the guests that we've had on the oh, show. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so we had Rachel, I think, in like August. Yeah. And she came on and talked about um, how Disney helped her. Not live with her disability. That sounds horrible. How it changed like, her life. How it changed her life. Yeah. Right. And um, that was super fun. Talking to Rachel was amazing. Rachel and was great. Rachel was great. And she continues to send us love on Instagram and always joins our lives. And I love Rachel. She's yeah. so nice. Then, sorry. <laughs> Next, we have Crystal, who was on our show twice. Right. Crystal was on our show twice and planning, so planning the magic. From planningthemagic.net on Google. And... Well, if on, you, the inter- on the inter- internet, not on the Google. Whatever. Right. And if you're new to the show and don't know who Crystal is and what Planning the Magic is, she is a travel planner, specifically Disney. Like, she plans Disney vacations with families. Mm-hmm. And we brought her on in over the summer to talk about, like, what it, like, what, like, who she is and what she does. Like, you know, groundwork. Just work. introduce her, yeah. Right, introduce her, groundwork, essentially. Promote her, her business. And then we had her on again in the fall to talk about what it would be like planning a vacation in like COVID, um, 
Because, like, at that point... Because she had just been to the park, I think. She had just been to the park and, like, what it was, like, going and how she would plan. And, like I said, planning the magic.net on internet. And Crystal was super nice. Yeah, and her specialty is trying to do it economically, right? So she's really big on, on getting the most for your money, not overspending for your Disney trip. And so if you're looking to plan a Disney trip... Uh, and not spend uh, any more money than you absolutely have to, Crystal may be a good person to check out on yeah. Planning the Magic Night Net. We had one more guest on our show this year, and that was my very good friend from elementary school, yeah, Danny, who was a former cast member. Uh, Danny used to live in Orlando area. He no longer lives in the Orlando area. Boo-hoo. We have, he lived in we, Orlando at the time of recording the episode. Yes, uh, but yeah, Danny was a fantastic guest. Uh, really learned a lot about you know being a cast member. When he was a cast member, he worked a lot all over the parks, but certainly spent a majority of his time in Epcot. And then he talked about being uh, a part of the uh, cultural exchange. I can't remember exactly the name of it, but the sort of the cultural exchange yeah, program. Yeah, he did like the, the Epcot Right, and he thing. represented the United right. States as one of the ambassadors for that program. Yeah. And so uh, Danny was a wonderful guest and we were glad to have him. And certainly uh, one other shout out we do want to make. Ooh, oh, the there table. we go. There we go. <laughs> My foot fell asleep. <laughs> We have two more shout outs, two more shout outs before Irene breaks the table. Um, one is to our really good friend, Adam Arcane. Adam was an early adopter of Disney Assembled, was an early friend that we met on Instagrams and was hugely supportive in helping get the word out about our show early on. And Adam has been a really good friend. We've kept in touch uh, through Instagram. And as a matter of fact, Adam uh, Adam his, has his own podcast. His own podcast with a friend of his, Jen, and they have the Diz and Hers podcast, which has taken a little bit of a break, but I was recently in touch with Adam, and Adam assures me that the Diz and Hers show is coming back soon, that he and Jen have been their planning so things fun. out. Great I show. I love listening to their show. Yeah. So, Adam, thank you very much, Adam, for all there of your support. There is one more, though. Yeah. Um, before we move on to the, the patrons, there is one more thank you that we have to give out, and it's to Magic of the Mouse Radio who hosts our show on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And Saturdays. And Saturdays. Three days a week. Three days a week. Our show runs, or like our recent episode runs on their, um, on Magic of the Mouse, um, on their radio show. And yeah, it's been fantastic partnering with them. definitely promoted our show more than I thought it would. I mean, okay, I expected it to do something, but it did a lot. Right. Our listenership has gone up a little bit. Um, I would say like a pretty good amount since ad, we've been on yeah. Magic of the Mouse Radio, which has been fantastic. Right. Like the average listener count went up, yeah. not just like the, um, you know, Instagram following or whatever, right. which was super cool. Yeah. So Magic of the Mouse Radio, thank you guys very, very much, Bill. Thank you for all of your support and for reaching out to us. You know, Bill reached out to me and said, hey, I got this idea. And actually, I think he got our name from Pete McDivitt. Which is a great thing there. So that is cool. Yeah. Thank you guys very much for all your support this year. And finally, no thank you this year uh, for this year one wouldn't be complete without thanking our wonderful patrons over on Patreon. Those who have subscribed to the show and have been getting that extra Disney reassembled episodes plus other content. So we want to thank you very, very much, Danny and Brenda and Andrew. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for all of the support you've given us this year. Uh, we are truly thankful for uh, for your membership. And, uh, yeah, we hope to invite other people this year. We will invite other people. We hope more oh, people yeah. decide to join up and help us out over there on Patreon. Helps helps make these episodes a little bit more, you know, professional sounding. Maybe we can get a real <laughs> table and a real setup one day. <laughs> we um, can fix your mic. We can fix our mic. Yeah, because, my, my, my mic fact, works fine. over the summer... My brother was like messing around with the mic and like the cord got all messed up and now it only works like when you like wrap it around Papa's mic at like a but certain angle, which is super un- like unfortunate because Papa's mic sounds clearer than mine. Yeah. I like so my it's mic. Like- <laughs> I just need to buy a new cord, but the work it's working right now or they wouldn't be hearing me. So it's all good. I, I'm looking and the little blue light is on, which it's means it's good. working. It's all good. All right. So. Thank you guys very much. We should also mention, if you are a new listener to our show, thank you very much for joining us. We hope you stick around and listen to more episodes. If you're a returning listener, uh, again, if we didn't give you a specific shout on the show, if you're a returning listener or a supporter of the show, again, please know that we we cannot thank you enough for all the, the support and good vibes you've been sending our way this year. It really Definitely. means a lot to us. All right. I think, okay, 
pause. Yeah. I know you had laid out the episode, but now that we're actually doing it, I have, I feel like it makes more sense to do the, like, get the whole, like, anniversary stuff out of the way and then do the dad joke. Which okay. Which transition into... That's a good idea. ...the topic. So, That's I'm That's why you're here, to have the good ideas. Right. So, I have, I made a list. Okay, so, at my high school right now, it's, um... Senior senior superlative voting season, and so it, I got the idea to make superlatives for Disney Assembled. So these are Mimi's Disney Assembled superlatives for yes, year one. Year one. Okay, so we can talk about them if you want. Yeah, let's go through them. Whatever. Okay, so the first one I have is funniest episode, and I this this one was kind of easy. I think. Um, the Disney meet and greet characters that need a makeover episode, <laughs> which was episode 15. Wow, that was a long time ago. And it was also the stem of the um, Geppetto the Butcher joke. Yes. which has, That's where we came up with Geppetto the Butcher. Right, which has kind of evolved since then. And that episode was upbeat and really funny. And yeah. You know what's interesting is in that episode, I recall we talked about how Woody's costume and Jesse's costume, but Woody's, we know we mentioned Woody's needing an upgrade. That yeah, he was kind of definitely. creepy looking. And I saw a picture online that I believe his costume has been upgraded, that he doesn't look nearly as awkward <laughs> as he did. I didn't see that. Before. You should send them to me. Yeah. That was I a very should, funny episode. I, I did put, enjoy that. Should I put these superlative categories on our Instagram and then? Let the people vote. I'll let you handle the Instagram stuff. Okay, I'll figure that out. Well, we're not going to vote. We're, maybe we'll just share them and tell people, ask me what they think. Yeah. Okay. So. Right. So that was episode 15. That our was episode, episode 15. Our funniest. This is our opinion. Or this is my opinion. Right, as your these. opinion. If you disagree, you can say something else. Well, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I think if our listeners have their own input. I really want to hear what they have to say about They can this, shoot us an which email. Which is why I wanted to put it on Instagram. Well, we'll put it on Instagram, but they can also shoot us an email at disneyassembled at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Okay, so right. the next one we have is longest episode, right. which is, I don't know if this is a superlative because it's just like a- More of a statistic. It's a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. A fact? What it's is a fact. What is a fact? A fact. A fact. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but yeah, our longest episode runs at 57 minutes and it's Disney World in 2020 through the eyes of a former cast member. That was Danny. Danny. Yeah, Danny's episode was the longest episode we had. Just shy and of an, an hour. Forgot to write which episode this was. Yeah, I don't remember either. But it, it was, was near the beginning. It was it, over the summer. I think it was like June. Yeah. So what? Like 20? We give them the title. If people want to look it up, they can right. find it. Disney World in 2020, the Isaac former cast member, 57 minutes. I want to say it was somewhere in the in the first 12 episodes. We probably had Danny Maybe, on. Yeah. Somewhere in that range. Yeah. Okay. What was our shortest episode? Um, so there were two, and they're tied at 18 minutes. Which is the Critter Country Mickey's Toontown episode, which was episode nine, and the Tron Review episode, which was episode three. So I remember when we were doing those episodes, and this is going to sound like a lot like our reassembled episodes. So if you want more of this kind of conversation, join us on Patreon, right? But I remember when we did those episodes, we were still trying, we were really trying to just figure this thing out. Yeah. And we were trying to find, what are we going to talk about this week? What are we going to talk about this week? We were trying to hover around like the 18 to like 24 minute mark. Right. I thought that was a little too short. Yeah. yeah. As time went on, I definitely realized that that is too short. These are the kind of episodes like the Tron review where I was like, I was so pumped up to do it because we had just watched Tron as a family and you guys hated it. And, yeah, it was and terrible. I, was, I, I, I remembered it being much better than it actually is. And I remember doing this episode thinking this would be pretty good. It would. It may have been the biggest flop episode. <laughs> Literally, it's the one that probably flopped the most. <laughs> Literally, the Toronto. But, but it was only episode three, so right, so it's fine. Yeah, and it was only eighteen minutes, so yeah, it's fine. You can almost hold your breath throughout that entire episode and live. <laughs> well, maybe don't try that. Don't try that at home. Yeah. All right. So, okay. What else? Favorite game. My favorite game was Friends, Enemies, Frenemies. The first one. Did we only do? Did we do it twice? I think we only did it once. Okay. I think we only did that once. I literally every week you're like, what should we do? And I was like, we should do friends, enemies, frenemies. And every week you're like, eh. And I'm like, okay, well, that we'll was have to fine. do that coming up in the next few weeks. So my favorite game was episode 11, friends, enemies, frenemies. We came up with this game on our own. No one else has done this ep- done this type of game before. No. And so like, that's for, why I liked it. Well, for people who haven't listened to that episode, who are listening to us now, because we have many, many more listeners now than we did back then. Mm-hmm. Would you explain what Friends, Enemies, and Frenemies is? Okay, so if you're like brand new to the show, you don't know about like our weird obsession with Disney character generators. But if you've been around, 
you know that we use the generator all the time. So basically, friends, enemies, frenemies is we take a Disney generator, Disney character generator, and we set it to two. And so it's it spits out two characters and we decide whether they would be friends, enemies or frenemies. Right. So basically you go online, you go to random Disney character yeah. generator, set it to spit out two, hit the button. It just throws you two random characters. Right. And then you got to figure out on the fly whether it'd be friends. Yeah. I think we did like enemies. 10 or something because the runtime was also not that long. Right. But yeah, but this was game fun. was super fun. Yeah. We should do that one again soon. Yeah. All right. What's next? Okay. The episode that I was most scared to do. All right. And episode 49 we can do this all day, Captain America's top 10 MCU moments, mm. which seems kind of like a dumb episode, but I don't like Captain America. And so that's why I was scared to do it, because I didn't want to get all the backlash for not liking Captain America, okay? I was not ready for that. And, you know, luckily, there wasn't that much. It was just my kind of, like, Winter Soldier was not as good as it seemed. Mm. <laughs> but, like, whatever. But, yeah, I was very nervous to do that episode, also because, like, I don't follow characters like that. I follow the story. And so, like, I, it was hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, remember when he did this? Because, like, I just don't, like, remember that kind of stuff. Right. I can understand that. I can tell you what I was most scared to do. Which one? The the very first guest episode. I think Crystal was our very first guest. And I was scared of that episode because I was so worried that we were going to do it wrong or that we weren't going to be able to record her well or mm -hmm. that remote recording wasn't going to work. And so I was really hyper prepared for that episode. <laughs> and so I was really kind of nervous for that one, but it, it worked out really well. So yeah, it did. What was the next one? On the opposite side, um, the episode that I was most excited to do, or most excited to do, I highlighted the wrong word, <laughs> is Hex, Mark the, Hex Marks the Spot episode 56, which was our WandaVision review, because I loved WandaVision probably a little too much. I, I was interested. I thought the characters were cool. The story was so... I had to, like, figure it out and, like, you know, uncover it all. I love WandaVision as its own individual entity. And I was so excited to try and put into words, like, what I felt about it and what I thought could be better about it. I, I would agree with you there. That one was a pretty exciting one to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially since there was so much buildup, because we hadn't really talked about WandaVision Right. You know, and here we were able to like get it all out, all of our theories throughout the watching and or the viewing, I guess. And then, you know, whatever. I liked it because I came up with the title. I thought it was the cleverest title. It was the best title. I mean, it no really one commented was. on how clever that title was for the episode. It was I was like, title. someone's going to mention how great a title this is. Hex marks the spot. But Look, no one said anything. I think it's great. I was excited to put that one out. All right. What's next on our list? OK, next we have. Okay, so episode that became a core memory for me. So I adapt. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I've adapted that like inside out thing of like core memories, like things that are just like stuck in your head um, permanently. And some of the episodes, like recording them, have become core memories that I can just remember so vividly. And um, there's two, really three. Um, but I didn't write down the third one, so I'm going to mention it. But the first one is in or out the new Star Wars and Marvel content coming to Disney+, Plus, which is episode 43. And I don't know why I liked that so much. I think I just liked the way I was speaking. But, like, you know, I just it's, like, stuck in my head. And then the Princesses episode, which is episode 31. And then the last one is the Better Acquisition one. Um, I think because that was, like, the last episode we recorded in my room or something. But I really enjoyed recording that and it's like in my head now permanently yeah those were great episodes to record with you i remember doing them as well and you're right doing this and spending this time with you and we've said this many times the reason we do this is because we think it is important that you and i mm -hmm. spend time together each week that we carve out time together as a father and daughter and using this conversation as a way to keep us connected to each other in our lives as we're both growing older is really important. Mm -hmm. And so, right. The core memory of doing these episodes is, is really cool. Right. And I really do appreciate that. Yeah. We have two more, I think. Yeah. Two more. All right. Underrated episode, most underrated episode. Um, this one. And I think the one that came out the week after the most underrated episodes on our channel, the paranormal stories of Disneyland parks episode, which is episode 35. 
And then the Upside Down Disneyland, which I think was episode 36. Those were the, great episodes to do. Those were great episodes. They were so fun. And so much planning went into the Upside Down Disneyland, by the way. That was a great episode. And they didn't that was flop. one of the fun ones. It, right. Right. Ew, why did my voice do that? Right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Sounded like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> okay. Leave me alone. But like, yeah, so much planning went into the Upside Down Disneyland thing. And it didn't flop, but it didn't do as well as I wanted it to. So like those. People should go back and listen to yeah, those too. Yeah, like the Halloween themed episodes so underrated. Yeah, those were a lot of fun. So underrated. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and What's the last one I have is also kind of a stat. It's most successful. So this is the one that more people have downloaded and listened yeah. to than any other. And I'm pretty sure this is still accurate. Yes, I think it is. Okay. Um, It's Good to Be Bad, Our Favorite Disney Villains, which is episode 31. That one was 30. really fun to do. And what I think is so ironic about this episode being the most successful was because you were like, well, we need to find, like, a creative way to talk about villains. Like, we can't just, like, list them. And then here we are, like, you know, 180 downloads later, you know. Right. <laughs> most successful episode on our channel. Right. Well, and, you were right. And As usual, yeah. you were right on that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Let me close so, off a little tab. Close a little tab. Okay. So before, let's lay out what the rest of this episode might sound like, what we were planning to do, because we're about 26 minutes or so into this episode there are a couple of things we want to get to today. One is, you know, you and I sat down, we came up with a few goals for year two, mm -hmm. and we'd like to share those goals with our listeners so that they can help us accomplish those goals, which would be great. I know you wanted to spend some time talking about the first two episodes of Falcon Winter Soldier briefly, yeah. right? Just to kind of go over our initial impressions of, of the show. Not really recap what's going on as much as sort of giving our... Initial reaction. Right, because the show is two episodes in right now out of six, so about yeah. one-third of the way finished. And last week, we pre-recorded our episode because we had to go out of town, and so there's nothing in that episode about the first episode because right. it was recorded right. before it came out, so we just have to touch on it. We we may... I don't know if you want to do this or not, but we may end up touching briefly on some plans that Disneyland and Disney California Adventure floated out publicly this week on the Disneyland we Forward website. I don't know if there's website. much to say about that, though. Yeah, no, I was just saying that. We might mention that. I know a lot of the Disney news podcasts may be talking about that. Mm -hmm. So and we're not really a news podcast. If you've been around long enough, you know. We don't spend a whole lot of time talking about news. Yeah. But we also have some listeners who have shared voice messages with us that we want to share on our show this week and comment and listen to. So we certainly want to include a couple of those before we break for our final episode of year one of the show. But before we get to all of that, we are now almost 30 minutes in and we have not yet had the one year anniversary Disney dad joke of the week. Oh boy. Mimi. Mickey was walking home one day and he saw Goofy walking home also. But Goofy was carrying his bicycle. Uh-huh. And Mickey said, Goofy, why are you carrying your bicycle? And Goofy looked at Mickey and said, because it's too tired. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. It's too I tired. Do. Too tired. Can't can't go anymore. That's it's funny. got two tires. Bicycle. <laughs> so that, that was my pathetic effort for the one year anniversary Disney Day joke good. of that the week. That was a good joke for the one year. Everyone, you know what's ironic? Yeah. What's not ironic, but like funny. You didn't start doing the joke until like a few weeks in. Right. We don't so, have we don't have like 60 jokes listed on our webpage, but all the jokes we have said are listed on yeah. our website, DisneyAssemble.com. You should check that out. Yeah, they should check that out. All right. Are you ready to jump into some of these listener voice messages or do you want to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier first? We can jump into the voice messages. I think it's exciting to hear them. Okay. Well, this first voice message comes to us from our good friends over at Disney Collector's Diary. Hi, Trey Mimi. This is Nanda from uh, Disney Collector's Diary, and I'm here to say happy one-year anniversary for your podcast. Wish you all the best. Disney Assembled is such a fun to listen to, and I hope you keep doing those fun episodes for a really, really, really long time. Okay? Have a great day. Bye. Well, Nanda, thank you very, very much for those wonderful words of support. We really appreciate that. Um, yeah, thank you and Sarah over at Disney Collector's Diary. 
uh, we do hope to keep putting this show out every week. That's actually one of our goals this year. We'll, maybe we'll touch on our goals before the end of the show is to continue to put out this show every week. So thank you, Nanda and Sarah over at Disney Collector's Diary. We really appreciate your support. And yeah, we wish you guys the best of luck with your show as well. Mm-hmm. Everyone should go check them out. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So Mimi, I think we have a second message coming up. You ready to listen to that one? Yep. All right. Let's get to that one. Hello, Troy and Mimi. It's Adam Arcane from the Diz and Her Show. I want to congratulate you on one year of fantastic family-friendly podcasting, and I look forward to many more years to come. Congratulations. Well, Adam, thank you very much for all your support. Mimi and I really appreciate those kind words. Oh, yeah. And we're super excited to see the Diz and Her Show come back from their little break. Yep. And um, yeah, I think there's one more that One comes more? to us from Dave over at another Disney podcast. All right, let's get to Dave. Hey, Troy and Mimi, it's Dave from another Disney podcast, and congratulations on the one-year anniversary of Disney Assembled. You two are by far the best dynamic dad and daughter duo on the planet. Your show is such a great way to stay connected through your guys' love for Disney. I am so excited to see what the next year brings for you guys. See you real soon. Well, Dave, thank you so much for those words of encouragement. It was really excited to hear, exciting to hear from you, actually. And um, yeah, we're just super thankful to all of you guys, um, especially those who sent you, who sent us a voice message. These are only three, but um, yeah, thank you guys so yeah. much for that. Yeah, we really do appreciate it. We 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 can feel the support and the love in the community, and we certainly are honored to continue to put the show out and. Bring smiles to everyone's faces each week. So that's a lot of fun. So in keeping with how we're going to do that, we did want to share some of our goals for the year, for year two, right, with our listeners. And so some of these goals are, I don't know, how, how would you describe them? More statistically I based think goals? More, they're more um, in production, not as much about um, right. the actual show. It's more like... Right. Um, behind the scenes kind of keep the wheel turning kind of stuff right so the one that i came up with just jumping right into it um is to reach ten thousand downloads or listens or however anchor whatever like stacks it i guess um because right now we're at four and so if we stay like at a at a steady line we should be by eight thousand obviously by um next by this time next year oh my goodness, but there's anticipated growth because right. that's how it goes. Sure. And so that should be plus 2000, right? which gives us at around 10. I think it's a good stretch goal. We'd like to reach that 10,000 download mark by a year from today, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe before we'll see. I think we can. But yeah, we just keep putting the show out and you know, there you go. That's how yeah. you do it. Another goal we have is, I think we just mentioned it with Disney collector's diaries, comments and that is to just keep putting a show out every week it's really hard to stick to a schedule like this but we have really been committed to getting the show out every single week even if we have to record it ahead of time and i think that's important because the first rule or one of the rules that i've set for us to be successful in this is to be consistent and so consistently putting a show out every week is really important so that's a goal our goal yeah. is to continue to put a show out I every think single week on the same topic um, going live, try to go live once a month over on YouTube and just putting stuff out on YouTube in general and being consistent with that, um, is a goal that we have for the, the next year. Yes, absolutely. We love doing lives either on Instagram or YouTube, but definitely want to get our YouTube channel a little bit more active. We actually started working on it a little bit today. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. a good goal for us. All right. What other goal do we have? Um, one of the ones I have or like we have, I guess, is to have more guests on the show. Yes, we do want Um, to have more guests. Specifically podcast guests. Like as much as we love having guests that are not on podcasts, because I think it has, like they have their own special point of view, having other podcasters on. We're just Disney creatives, right? Whether they have podcasts or or YouTube channels or something like that. Yeah, It adds this... I don't know how to explain it. Like it's it's just like one it's like a collab and less about an interview. Right. You know? And so more collabs, I guess, is what I should have said, as opposed to just having 
guests. It's also very inspiring. It's very energizing, you know, to meet other people who have who as do much. the same things right, you do, right. They have as much love and appreciation for these things as we do. And it's great to meet them and develop relationships with them. So, yeah, I agree with you. More guests on the show has to be a priority. So if you're listening to the show, you may be, <laughs> some of you have been supporting us. You may be getting a message from me soon asking <laughs> about being a guest on the show. One goal that I had written down, I don't know if we're going to be able to do it between now and next year, but I'm really pushing hard is to get back to one of the Disney parks. We can't go to Disneyland, even when Disneyland reopens, because we're not citizens of California. We're not, you know, we don't live in California. But I think I've mentioned this before in the show. This year is Disney World's, starting in October is Disney World's one, uh, not one, <laughs> the 50 year anniversary. It is your mother and I's 20th wedding anniversary. And I really, really, really would love to bring the family back to Disney World to celebrate both of those events between now and a year from now. It'd be great cool. to do that. And of course the other is, I guess more on the, I don't want to say the business side of the podcast, but on the side that helps us maybe improve the content and quality of the show. And that is just encouraging people to subscribe to us over on Patreon and join us there to get the extra content. We want to be more consistent with the extra content on Patreon. That's really, yeah. really important. And we're also, uh, and you're, this is the first time we're hearing about this, we're working on a, a way for listeners to support the show without having to subscribe to a recurring right. we're subscription. Right, we're working on a buy me a coffee page right, right. now. Right, so we're going to put together a buy me a coffee account. Uh, we're actually working on that right now. Actually, we're going to call it buy us a Dole Whip, right? And that way people who want to support us a little bit extra to show their appreciation for the show can do so without the pressure of, you know, a long-term subscription option, yeah. right? Which would be great. So yeah, all that stuff's coming this year and year two. Yep. Lots of fun. Yeah. And in between all that, maybe some more t-shirt designs for our shop and all that good stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird having goals because we didn't have goals going into this. We just kind of wanted to do it and spend time together. And now we have like 10,000 downloads. Like that's a, that's a big number, you know? Well, I think that's a, it, that is a result of doing the work. And I right. think there are three rules. If any of you out there are thinking about doing a podcast or if you have a podcast and you're like figuring out how do I do this better, we are by no means experts. However, I would share with you three simple rules to doing a podcast. And I think if we stick to these three rules, Mimi, we're going to accomplish all our goals. Rule one, keep it simple. If we try to make it too complicated, it just isn't going to come off really well. Which is why we don't write a script. Right. Keep it simple. <laughs> Number two. Be consistent. If we say you're putting out a show every week, you put out a show every week, right? People want to open their podcast player. They want to see your podcast in there ready to go every week. So you got to be consistent. And I would say with quality as well, try to keep the consistent quality. Or if you're not going to be consistent in quality, make it go up. Right, right. <laughs> That's kind of a gift. Just don't make it worse. <laughs> Either keep it as good as it is now or better. Like imagine we go from recording this on, you know, Adobe Audition to like next week. We just decide to like whip out our phones, plug it into iMovie and then put it on Spotify. Yeah, it wouldn't sound nearly as good. No. No, but that's okay. If we have to do that, then that's what we'll have to do if for some reason to get the show out. But the third rule is have fun. And we and I know we've talked about this. This has to stay fun for us. When it feels like it's too much of a job, then we have to reevaluate our, re our priorities. Because this was never supposed to be a chore. This was always supposed to be fun. So those are the three rules. All right. This show is already a little bit longer than our normal show. This one's going to be vying for longest episode. Oh, yeah. Year two. But I do know we promised people that we would talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier, as well as possibly talk about some of the Disneyland California Adventure news that came out this week. So which would you like to do first? Okay, I'm going to quickly touch on the California Adventure Disneyland thing because there's not very much to there's say. There's not a whole lot, yes. Just get out there and then we can move on quickly. So there are, um, not rumors because it's been confirmed, some sketches went out um, and an idea to expand Disneyland or Disneyland's California Adventure um, to make it, to make another immersive park like Galaxy's Edge, Toy Story Land, or... Um, Oh just, yeah, right. right. I think, Make right. another version. Basically, immersive. they just put out some concepts right. on how they would include additional immersive themed lands inside right. the current footprint that of Disneyland and yeah, California. Kind of Adventure. like a Tom Sawyer's Island kind of thing, but on like a big 
on a bigger level. And um, I think the franchises that were highlighted in these sketches were Peter Pan, Tangled, um, Frozen. Frozen. Yeah. Um, I think there Toy Story. was a talk about yeah bringing Toy Story Land over to California. Right. Zootopia. Zootopia. Um, because they're planning all these things in other parks right, right now. Right, right, right. And so the idea is to bring it to California, but they are landlocked by the city of Anaheim. So I think what they're doing, you mentioned this, is to like get the word out so that they can kind of pressure the city into being like, you know, easing up with their zoning rules so sure. that they can get their, their park. Um, I'm personally rooting for the Tangled Land. We don't need another Frozen. Frozen just kind of annoys me in general because Frozen associate is associated with toddlers and elementary school kids. And they annoy me. So, um, okay. <laughs> well, I don't think any of those lands are definitely coming. I think that the point was, if you can learn more about this, go to the website, DisneylandForward.com. Right, there is more information. Right. Essentially, just they just saying, put some but... concepts up for things they're planning in other parks. And they're just basically saying, look, we'd love to do some of this. And we can do some of this in the current footprint of Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. However, the limitations we have in terms of what we can do on our properties uh, based on agreements that were made back in the 90s with the city of Anaheim or preventing us from doing some of these things. And so Disney, DisneylandForward.com, go there, look at this stuff. Essentially, I think what they're trying to do and what Mimi is saying is they're putting it out in the public. This is what we can do. This is what we want to do. We have big plans. We can do things like this. However, right, so like before we can do this, like we have to change these other things. And I think they're just essentially trying to gather public support to put eventually put pressure on the city of Anaheim to reevaluate right. some of the limitations that have been put on the theming mm -hmm. of the park. Okay, so very quickly, I have a question. Um, do you think assume like if Disneyland does not get the permissions to expand the park um, and do you think it will kind of fall behind the other parks, and although it is the classic Disneyland theme park, do you think it will become less popular? I don't think it'll be less popular. I, I think Disneyland has remained consistently growing in popularity since its opening. I don't think that's going to change. I don't know, because if they build like a frozen land in Florida, I know that there's a big chunk of the population that's going to go to Florida over California because they have elementary school children who are obsessed with Elsa and Anna. But like, I mean, you're right. There's I always going to be people that yeah, are going to I think how they market hard. Disneyland is just different. They, it's a different right. experience they in Florida. Different. And it's, it's got a huge local population that, it, that goes to Disneyland. Orlando is not as... So, as Orlando um, is the number one tourist destination in the country. Right. right? It's not and as so like it homey a, and right. community right. Um, build. Because like I remember we went when we went to Disneyland, like Aunt Julie, she saw people she knew. Right. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, we just like... I've ran into them in the parks a few times. It's like, what? Right. <laughs> I just think it'd be great if they could do some of that stuff in Disneyland. I think it'd be great. But if, if they can't, then it won't prevent us from going there. I think we'll continue to no, go yeah. back whenever we can. Okay. All right. Now, Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Right. Um, right now, I'm at a solid four out of ten for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Four out of ten? Yes. Wow. Okay, I don't dislike it. I actually really like it. But it's taking too long to get to the plot. It's already two episodes in, and I barely know what's going on. But the thing is, is like the, the first episode was like, it was like watching, um, like an episode of New Girl, where like, you know how in New Girl, there's like the big group of, of the six of them, but like one plot follows both of them, or six of, or three of them, and the other plot follows the other three of them. It felt like I was watching that. Like Sam was doing his own thing and Bucky was doing his own thing and they didn't have any kind of connection. And then all of a sudden in the second episode, like bam, they're together in, you know, whatever they're doing, boycotting the new Captain America. And it's like, well, how did they get together? There was no kind of connection. Like you want to build this entire show about this friendship or like frenemy type thing between you know, Sam and Bucky, but it just kind of happened. Like there wasn't any kind of easing into it because like even though I wouldn't like the kind of dancing around you know lack of um assertiveness in in that it felt so fast it was like all like they went from zero to 60 right. like that i'm gonna jump in here i'm gonna mention this there there are six episodes of falcon and winter soldier plan we've seen two we're a third of the way in there were eight episodes of wandavision after the third episode of WandaVision, which was a little bit more than a third of the way through, we still had no idea 
right, what was really going to happen. engaged right. in WandaVision. Well, because it was novel. The way they were doing the storytelling was something completely brand new and, you know, it, it was engaging. This is not that. What I'm going to tell you is this. Yeah. This is a hero's journey story, a lot like Wanda. Wanda had to overcome something to reach a new level of her hero ship. This story is going to do the same thing for Bucky and Sam. Yeah. Sam has to figure out who he wants to be as a hero in the absence of Captain America. Yeah. Bucky has to do the same. And they're coming at this from two totally different points of view. And the juxtaposition of Sam and Bucky together is re- they, they have very little in common and that's on purpose, because what I think we're going to see at the end of this through the whatever conflict that emerges is that Sam's character as a hero will become fully to the front. And that way, as Marvel launches into the MCU movies going forward, that character will be much better established than he was prior to this yeah. point. Same thing with Bucky. Bucky's character is extremely complex. I mean, this was a guy that was a brainwashed assassin and they're tackling that in this episode, in these episodes, how he's dealing with the aftermath of all that stuff. So, and you gotta also keep in mind, Bucky was blipped, right? Bucky was gone for five years, just like Sam. Sam. And so these are guys that have just come back on the scene recently and have to deal with everything going on in the world that they didn't see happen over those five years. So I agree with you. It, It feels a little, like, where is this going type thing? But I think I, I'm much higher. I'm like a seven out of 10 because I think when it's all said and done, this ep, this this series, when it reaches its conclusion, is going to be, we are going to appreciate those characters a whole lot more right. going forward. I think it's going to be a really important series for these characters and how they play into this next phase of Marvel movies. Right. I know, Falcon, I know it's going to get better. But as of right now, like, it feels very, it feels rushed and spread out at the same time. Right. You know, like, it feels like they're trying to take, like, what could be a full movie and condense it into eight, into, like, eight episodes with, you know, all these other things going on. Well, not to mention also in season, in episode two, and we don't want to give spoilers away, but... They tackled a pretty serious social justice message in episode two. And it was done very powerfully and very appropriately. And I wonder if that's going to be a theme going forward for both Sam and Bucky. Yeah. In their hero's journey. But also, you know, sort of the, I would say the, the reason for the entity that is being set up as sort of the bad guy, you know, do they really have a bad reason to exist. And I think if you watch the first two episodes and you kind of get a sense of why that group exists, I mean, yeah, it's a little out there, but is there something to this that's, you know, maybe not as, I mean, it's not like a Thanos villain that's just coming in and wants to wipe out half the mm-hmm. universe. Right. So it'd be very interesting to see how they tackle this going forward. I'm, I'm eager to see episodes coming up. It'll be a show that I, I love watching, but I do think these characters are going to be, uh, enhanced a great bit yeah. through this journey. I like it. Journey. I don't dislike it. I do very much like it. I enjoy watching it. I'm excited for every week to see what's going on. But it also feels like I'm getting, like, I have an unfair opinion because I loved WandaVision. And so jumping from something that I loved so greatly to something I like, it's like going from. It's like being double bounced on a trampoline and then like jumping again. Like you're still jumping high. You're just not going as high as you were before. And so it feels lesser than. Right. I'm going to tell you what I miss. Hmm. I want long haired Bucky with the little face mask on again. Not the mask. I like the Winter Soldier, regular Winter Soldier outfit with the mask over his mouth and nose. I prefer the long hair, but not the mask. Yeah. He looks he looks like, you know, he looks too like put together. He looks like a substitute teacher. Right, like he looks too put together for his right. character. Bring back the long hair Bucky. Hashtag long hair Bucky. I feel like they're not developing, like 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 you said, they don't have very much in common. But like what they did have in common was that they were both Steve's best friend at a for like a significant chunk of time. And they're not like, ex- like I feel like you could expand on that without Well, that's a question that I hope they answer in the show. Right. What exactly happened to Steve? When yeah. last we saw Steve, 
He just handed the we, shield off as an old man. Now, I think the is idea it, is that he just like died of old age. But it's only been a couple of months since like this show takes place almost right after that. It hasn't been that long in the timeline in no, a why real are timeline. They talking about Tony because like because you would think would that if right but that you would think too. that if Steve had died, they would have shown some kind of scenes of his funeral or right, something. There was a rumor that the first episode was going to open with his funeral. Well, it didn't. It didn't. Um, so we'll have to, hopefully yeah. they'll, we'll, they'll tie that up. All right. Yeah. That's it. We're, we're getting close to the 50 minute mark here. This has been a marathon yeah. of a show. We should probably give our friends a break from our voices and <laughs> wrap things up. All right. So Mimi, this, like you said last week, your favorite part of the show, where can our friends find us and support us online? So you can send us an email, disneyassemble.gmail.com with your thoughts on the episode or episode ideas. Um, but you can also sub- Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Disney Assembled. Um, there's also Patreon, $5 a month to get exclusive Disney Reassembled content, and Tee Public, where we have t-shirts and stickers and masks and all that fun stuff. Just go over to tpublic.com, search up Disney Assembled, and everything should be there. Um, there's also YouTube, which is just Disney Assembled. We go live there sometimes, and like we said earlier, one of our goals is to put out more content on YouTube, so um, more stuff will be up there. So I definitely recommend subscribing but all this information can be found on our website, DisneyAssemble.com. Yeah, check us out on DisneyAssemble.com. The best place to find us, you can subscribe to the show there. There is a link to our Patreon page there if you want to subscribe to us on Patreon. And uh, we'll be adding a link to allow you buy us a Dole Whip, right? And yep. maybe in the show notes of this episode, if you look in there at the bottom, there is probably a link to buying us a Dole Whip there if you'd like to do that. And... We would still love to hear from you. You can still leave us voice messages. And again, that link is also in the show notes of this episode. All right, Mimi, here we go. I guess at the, at the conclusion of this episode, we were officially in year two of Disney Assembled. I, I couldn't be more proud of you for sticking with this and for having this time with me. I am so blessed and honored that you have chosen to do this with me it's been fantastic it's so much fun and we do look forward to continuing to do this every single week for as long as as long as we want yep right all right thank you very much yep mm, big hug thank you sweetie all right this has been lots of fun hey guys thanks for listening we certainly appreciate your support thank you and for then, one whole year of disney assembled all right and until next time see, see you real soon, soon.